everybody, and welcome to this week's return to Taking Strahd Seriously. Uh, the day is June 18th, 18th, 2019, and you are loved. And because it is Pride Month, I also want to make a special note to all of our friends who are celebrating all of the people that we know and all of the people that we don't know. I would like to let you all know that we believe in you, that you are making the best possible choice that you can, and nobody knows how to do that better than you. So, I just want to let you know, we got your back. And that's always important to remember. And other things that are important to remember is we do this show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We got a homebrew game, Curse of Strahd, One Shot Wednesdays, and we also have Ghosts of Saltmarsh on Thursday. So if any of those sound good to you, consider uh, stopping by, coming back, checking it out. Or you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures and check out all of our VODs there. Or if you are an audio cast kind of person, hey, if you like listening to stuff, putting us in your ears, then you could go to uh, either indooradventures.podbean.com or you could go to any place that has audio casts and you will find us there, including places like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, uh, Apple iTunes, like I said, anywhere. And if we are not there, let me know and I will I will put us on the gosh danged map. Uh, other than that, uh, I was almost going to say that was it, but guys, guys, I don't have a mug to show you because it is currently in the dishwasher, but did you know we have merch? We have new merch. We have our battle mugs. We have bigger battler mugs. We have character busts of our Waterdeep friends. We got the Stompfoot Goreblast Gymnasium tank tops, t-shirts, pullover hoodies. We also have other clothes that you can all find. Clothes, posters, stuff that you can find at bit.ly slash adventure merch. Uh, where we have a plethora of things for, that we want to provide to all of you because you guys are incredibly supportive and I always appreciate it. Uh, we also have a Patreon set up, so if you are interested in supporting the show via a uh, follow subscription on Twitch, uh, or if you are looking for a cheaper option, uh, there's always patreon.com slash indoor adventures because we have patrons level starting at just a dollar uh, and all of the money that goes uh, that we get ends up going to help the quality of the show and that includes things like new icons, new lighting, new cameras, all of that sort of stuff is be made possible because of you guys. So thank you. We also have an after show that we do, so if you're interested in finding out more about all of these lovely people in the, in the show that are up in that ways, uh, then consider supporting us on Patreon, because it gets you access to Nights in the Courtyard. Uh, other than that, I think that's it for me. So, RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hello everybody, I am RJ and I am playing Bartholomew, also known as Speedy, the Human Ranger. Hi, I'm LB and I'm going to be playing Silmi Merezka, the Wizard Half-Elf. I am the Indoor Adventurer and tonight I will be playing as Kefris Malrezka, the Mongrel Folk Barbarian. Uh, 
I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener, and I'm going to be the GM for tonight. So let's get started with the recap. Last time, the Malrezkas discussed Madame Ava's card reading with Fershi Petrovich, while Bartholomew made amends with his mother. Maybelle and Silmi took Leo to the toy store to pick out some to pick out something and interrogate Blinsky about Izik's dolls. They learned that Izik has a terrible fixation with Irina and decided to get her out of town as quickly as possible. That night, Kefris was beset by a terrible nightmare accompanied by a despicable cackle. After unceremoniously leaving Myrtle with Bartholomew's parents, the group abandoned Leo and Velaki and set out to take Irina to Kresik, where she will finally, hopefully, be safe. But first, they plan to scout out Lake Baratok, a suspected location of an ancient artifact they can use to fight Strahd. Bartholomew, what path do you intend to guide the group down to reach Lake Baratok? Are you going to go down the Old Svalich Road? which will be safer but take longer. Are you going to take them on the hunter's path? Which uh, will be shorter but more dangerous. I think for a few minutes he stopped by the side of the road and like has opened up the slot that's like in between the driver's seat and the carriage is like so we have two options. We can go down the old Svalich road. It's a little bit longer but it's a lot safer than the hunter's path. Also, I should ask, did you take Tyr with you? No, I left her. Okay. Well, um... When you say safer, is... What exactly would we be up against if we went down there? All manner of beasties inside the old hunter's path. You might encounter some werewolves, you might encounter some... What, what what would be some things that would we'd have to, like, fight off? Is it more, like, Mostly hazardous good. or, like... Uh, as in, like, we have it's to make... Less it's less dangerous traveling during the day. Um, but right now, you'd probably be more concerned about wolves, just in general. Um, you could also be worried about wild men, which are more common out in the western part of Velaki, or west of Velaki in Barovia. Uh, there is also wild men who like to roam around in the Hunter's Path. It's... Having a carriage like this paints a giant target on our backs. Yes, yeah, so it's just going to say, I think, if anything, we should try the safer route just for the horses. If we were on foot, maybe we would have a better chance, but not these. Well, no we are traveling at the moment, so I don't see any reason to be in any rush. Nobody is following us. That, that we know of. But why would you put that out there? Why would you I'm say sorry, this? I'm sorry, I'm just... I'm a realist, Capris. I know. Alright, well... Still, everyone, be on the lookout. Uh, as some outsiders say, shit might go sideways. I am... There are ladies present, Speedy. I have heard oh, you I'm... say way worse. <laughs> uh, I'm going to climb up on top of the cart 
um, and just be a second set of eyes. Can't hurt. All right, everything, everybody else is inside the cart. Peter's on the front, right? Mm-hmm. He, he driving. Yeah. All right, so uh, Irina has put on a, a hood and a cloak, uh, the way that you do when you're in Dungeons and & Dragons and you want to hide your identity or lay low. Um, <coughs> uh, and uh, hopefully that's going to keep her safe in this interim. I would like both Speedy and Kefris to roll perception checks. First roll of new dice, let's one. see it. That was not Keeping bad. Look out for danger. A 13. Eight, Eight and 13. All right. Uh, so, Kefris, you're kind of uh, keeping a wary eye on. Well, what specifically would you be looking for? In, Wait, sorry. Oh, good. In terms of. Um, like it. I was going to say I had to roll at disadvantage because I have one level of exhaustion because I didn't sleep last night. But That's I ended right. up rolling higher than a 13, so I was I was still good on that. Still fine. Um, I am looking out for wolves and wild men and any really fashionable-looking women standing alone in the middle of fields beckoning with a single finger towards the cart. Amazing. All right. Um, so as you are sort of scanning the trees, looking for any number of those things, um, a- an odd shape catches your eye uh, looking down the road. Um, you can see kind of a-, a-, a lump or a bundle just sort of nestled into the fork of a tree branch. Uh, and it doesn't look natural. It seems like it was placed there. Uh, I will point that out to Speedy. Just what the fuck is that? Uh, Speedy pulls the cart over and, um, do you know how to uh, stay here? Do I know how to what? Climb a tree? I was going to say use a crossbow so you can back me up whilst I go check, but... Okay, Mr. Assuming Pants. I'm I tired. can use a crossbow. <laughs> I think uh, I can use a crossbow. Well, I only have one, so figure it out. And he passes the crossbow up into the... Uh, uh, Silmi will lean over to Irina. I'm not that good of a shot. You can definitely take it. I just wanted to be helpful. <laughs> Irina smiles and takes the crossbow. gonna draw my silver dagger as I try and look at this bundle. Alright. Uh, it doesn't seem to be anything living. Um, just a bundle sitting in the fork of the tree. You can see that it's some sort of cloth. Uh, should I make an athletics check to climb up? I'll let you just have it. You can shimmy, like, basically just plant your boot in a low branch in the tree and get up there, it seems like somebody about your height would have been able to do the exact same thing. Um, and you pull this bundle down and kind of unravel it, and you find that it's just a set of clothes. Women's clothes or men's clothes? 
men's clothes. Like just a like like a normal Barovian resident. And as you're kind of shuffling around with this bundle of clothes, you can see a couple of raven feathers fall to the floor. Tilts his head. This is a very odd time and place to go skinny dipping, I guess. Puts the <laughs> thing. Is there any gold in any of the, uh, or coin in any of the pockets? Yeah, sure. I'll say like a, an electrum or two falls out of the pockets. Sucks to suck. Ooh, ooh, so. Uh, Somebody's gonna lean over to uh, Irina again. Um, when werewolves change, do they change out of their clothing or is it more of a physical like their just pointy teeth and stuff or do they get bigger i do not know i've never seen this happen right. uh and she she looks like she's about to ask bartholomew and then realizes that would require her talking to bartholomew and decides to not be so curious. She <laughs> Sylvie looks at her. Bartholomew, uh, Speedy. Bethel's about to be weird. Yeah. Uh, Speedy's putting the clothes back into the tree and walking back. Um, when what does a werewolf look like? Uh, hey, GM. Yeah. What does a werewolf look like? What do I know about what werewolves look like and the transformations of said werewolves? All right. Um, you know that there are several, there, there are basically two forms, I guess technically three, three forms that a werewolf can take on. Um, they can go full wolf or they can assume a hybrid form, which is basically half man, half wolf which is something that is greater than the sum of its parts. It's bigger than the man would be and bigger than the wolf would be. It's basically if you took the man and the wolf and just mashed them together, then they basically have that much mass. And you forgot about the fourth form, which is aha, take on me. Um, <laughs> so... Werewolves take on three forms. The first form is their human form, which they use to integrate themselves into society. A second form, more suited for the wilderness, is a wolf form. And its final form is an abomination, half man, half wolf. Um, good for killing both us <laughs> and them. So one would assume that when a person, if they have the ability to realize the change is coming or even do it themselves, they might remove their clothing for such a change. For With Laszlo, um, when I saw him shift, his clothing shifted as well, right? He entered his wolf form. But he didn't so like, discard any clothing. I think that this implication would be that, yeah, his, his clothes straight up fell off. Okay. 
like ripped everywhere. Um, it's it's kind of like the Hulk rules, uh, <laughs> where they uh he's those those purple shorts for some reason are able to stay on. Uh, if there was forewarning to a change such as that, and Speedy's climbing up to get the horses going again, yes, they could take their clothes off preemptively. And perhaps hide them up in a tree so that no one would seal them. I'm saying that we might want to be on guard for such things. And I think we've lingered here a bit too long. Hopefully they cannot smell you on their clothes. That makes a lot of sense. Speedy, you hunt werewolves, yes? Sense. <laughs> I've, I've hunted regular wolves. Oh, have you ever seen a werewolf? Why, yes. I've seen a werewolf. It oh. was recently. <laughs> was that the first time? Was that your first werewolf? <laughs> would it be would have been my first werewolf? I that's entirely up to you. I have seen one other werewolf and it was during a trial. Oh, oh fuck. Wow, that was an instant backstory tragedy. Nice. Nice. nice, nice, nice. <sighs> um right, okay. Um well, uh Brother, um, yeah. extra vigilant, please. Yes, I <laughs> am most vigilant right now. I mean, just like thousand yards staring off into distance. Um, I guess if there's downtime, I have a question for Irina. I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, travel time is 100% downtime. Mm-hmm. Especially for those of us in the cart. Um, That's right. Irina, uh, I know every land is different. What are the views here on... Um, relationships that are um, non... Uh, heteronormative? Probably not as I don't know. What are what are the views on non-heteronormative relationships outside? Um. Well, uh, some people are very um opposed to the idea. Mostly, it's a class thing. I think with with where we come from. Uh Well, I would say that everyone is different. There is much disparity between each village on various things. I think you would have to ask each individual person to know for sure. Is In it... the village of Barovia, we have bigger things to worry about. I don't think anyone would really bat an eye or care about that. In Valaki, eh, the aristocracy might look down at you, but the common folk probably have a similar idea about it as those in Barovia. Kresik, 
I have no idea. I've never met anyone from Kresik. They're very secretive. Good. Your views? Mine? Hmm? I am from Barovia. I have no time to worry about such things. Oh, just curious. Thank you. I did like someone. I just... I think I liked her ideas more than I actually liked her. Yes, that can that can happen. Good. Um, well, thank you for that information. Um, how long will it take us to get there? A little less than an hour uh, oh. to get to Lake Bartok specifically. So, like, I'm not even kidding. Uh, trying to figure out overland speed in Barovia is so pointless because the entire trip that you guys are going to take uh, today, taking the longest way around is going to take less than three hours the whole way there. Uh, all the way from Velaki to Lake Baratok to Kresik. So, nice. so long as you guys don't dilly-dally too long, you probably won't have to stay outside. Is that tonight. a challenge I hear? What if we decided to go back to Barovia and then stop at Captain Castle Ravenloft and then just start like this Mario Kart mini circuit around Barovia? Well, <laughs> you guys would have to start uh, hawking for D and D Beyond while I did some uh, math for that, <laughs> but uh, and nobody wants that. So, oh look, D &D we're like Mario talk now. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. <sighs> feels like we've been out here so, for hours the carriage rolls out of the trees and lake Barotok spreads out in front of you um it's much smaller than lake zarovich um about a an eighth fifth i'll say a fifth of the size uh, and you guys kind of run up alongside a river as you approach it and out in the middle of the lake, there is a small inlet. Um, and on said inlet, there is a tower that is about four or five stories high. And it just looks really dilapidated and run down. There seems to be scaffolding along the side as though somebody were trying to do renovations at some point and then just gave up halfway through. And then next to the tower, there is another carriage. There's also a land bridge. It's an inlet, I said. I said an inlet instead of an island, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's an inlet. So there, it's, it's basically an island with a land bridge that goes right up to it. And there it is. All right, well, the card said... What did I have in my notes about this? Ah, it's the cards. That it was that it was inside of the tower or around it? Look for a wizard's tower on a lake. Let the wizard's name and servant guide you to that which you seek. Oh fuck. Speedy, do you know the name of the wizard that was here? History check. Nine. Nope. 
Um, sorry to say, I don't recall anything about this tower in this lake. Why is there a second cart here? That was my question. I, from where we are, does it look, is it hitched? Like, are there horses or? There are no horses hitched to this cart. There's just like all of the equipment to hitch to a horse, but it's just lying unused on the ground. How much land is there around the tower? How much land is around the tower? Yeah, like, uh, like, say, go ahead. I'd say it's about 30 feet in, like, say, like, like if you, like, started a line from the tower yeah. to the shore, that's 30 feet, and that's okay. just in all, the whole direction. Okay. The whole way around. Maybe it's the wizard. Maybe he's the uh, one who lives here, and kind of calling his name is... You know, asking whose house this is. What about the servant? It's like a butler? Or maybe it's kind of like a thing that you and Maybell have? I don't know. We could make assumptions all we'd like, but we have two options right now. Well, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> oh, one is we go up to the tower and we find out what's going on. Or two, we go to Krasik. Well, here, I mean, I know enough about wizardry. I mean, I might not be the most powerful wizard, but I know something. I've read a lot. Well, study and practical application are two different things, as I have found out. There we go. Well, yeah, let's, um, let's pop in and see, um, first, um, I would like to take about 10 minutes, if we can. Um, I have a spell that might help us out in the tower, uh, depending on what type of wizard this is. Sounds fine. All right. What, what is the spell? I would like to cast Comprehend Language on myself. Comprehend Languages? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'll say it not weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, is this a concentration spell or it is a ritual? A ritual. Um, it's not a concentration. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm on board for this. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, I kind of sit down in the back, uh, open up my book. Uh, if uh, Kefris would like to look at it, it is impeccably written. Like things are written like six different times. Um, I grab a, uh, out of my bag, I grab a pinch of soot uh, from a fire and then uh, ask Maybelle for a, a pinch of salt. Mm -hmm. Which she hands to you as though she already knows what, mm -hmm. the, what you're doing and what this is all about. She just has it ready to go. Yeah, and she'll kind of mix it in her hands, like take some of it and rub it on her eyes. And then uh, it kind of, like there's a little magical effect and it soaks into her skin. Oh, I love that one. Right, I'm ready. All right, what do you do? I'll drive the cart foot. Do we want to drive the cart? Do we want to walk on foot? I think we should walk up there um, because it might be protected by something. 
I mean, most wizards tower that. I think we should take the cart because it'll be closer to the tower just in case we need to make a getaway. It's fair. How close do you take the cart to the tower? Why you gotta ask it like that? Um, I'm gonna take it as far as close to the tower as we can and I'm gonna do like the three-pointed turn so that we can have the cart facing outwards towards the uh, land. Okay. Are you going to park it next to the other cart, or...? Sure? Why do you gotta ask it like that? I I just... I need to know where everything is. I'm the GM. That's, There's that's a my prerogative. Yeah, I'll park it up next to the other cart. And I'll give okay. the other cart a look, like... Is it dilapidated? You... No, it's actually very well taken care of. Uh, you recognize it as a Vistani card. Uh, and it's actually, it seems like it's got a fresh coat of paint on it. And there is a sign hanging off of the back door that says, keep out. It says, keep out. Oh, it's in common. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go and knock on the door. No, 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 don't touch the door. It's the carriage door? No, the door to the building. I'm going to knock on it. It says keep out, but I'm just uh, seeing if anybody's home. No, the, the carriage door is the one that says keep out. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just going to... I was thinking that we were talking about there was a back door to the tower that I was going to knock on. That was it. No, 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 no. No, no. I don't want to touch the carriage. It looks like it has wet paint on it. Oh, blood. Okay. So, um, I need to make a distinction between the carriage and the tower. Yes. Um, the carriage is the one that has the keep out sign on the back. The tower itself has something different uh, in terms of markings. Uh, it has this circular sign on it with strange I can't see where it's I, 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 I sent you guys a thing in the chat. Okay. Oh, and good. it looks like that. Cool. Oh, sorry. And above the tower, or above the door to the entrance to the tower, in the masonry, there is one particularly large stone that kind of stands out from the rest of the bricks. And carved into that stone is the face of a dragon. Sorry, carved into the stone is what? Carved into the stone is the face of a dragon. Oh. And oh. the shape of the stone is kind of like a like a shield. Okay. Um. Hmm. Don't knock on the door. <laughs> and then Kefris knocks on the door? Yeah, I was going to knock on the door and see who's home. Alright, DC fifteen deck save, please. Um, Why don't you listen to your sister? <laughs> because I'm tired. <laughs> Normally Definitely. I would have danger sense on this, but regular role. You are in fact a barbarian, yes? Yes. You have danger sense. Yes, but it cancels because I have, uh, or no, this what is a save. So exhaustion only yes. exhaustion counts. doesn't yes. deal with saves. Nice. Well, not not at this level. 
That's a natural 20. Nice. So you're going to take half of this. Wish you were a rogue now, you s I never wished I was a rogue. 22. What? 32 lightning damage. As oh. halved? Half. Half of 32 lightning oh. damage. Oh. Ooh. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Alright, so you, uh... You walk up to the door um, and rap on it, and uh, instantly the sky darkens as a cloud just appears above the tower, and a lightning bolt um, strikes a spire at the top of the tower and just wreathes the whole thing in a net of lightning, and you are blown backwards as uh, you take that damage. Papal <laughs> <laughs> was right! What the hell? I told you not to touch the door! I, I thought I was being polite. I was knocking. It's a wizard's I was... tower. Have you ever heard no stories about wizards? Yes, they don't have front doors usually. There's usually like an army of undead or some bullshit in front of them. What the hell? Did, was your dad uh, trying to get in there? Is that why? He just looks over at Bartholomew whilst they're uh, bickering back and forth and she goes, <laughs> she starts to smile and then um, gets a really stern look on her face and looks away. Capris, you must understand. Oh. This is a very dangerous place. I you cannot just go walking into things. No, 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 no. Don't talk back to me. This is my area of expertise now, all right? I know you're the big brother, but this is my thing, okay? Let me do it. Okay. <laughs> I will tap. Extend my hand to Kefris to pull him up and cast Cure Wounds. Look, I told your dad that in the circumstance, I would take a lightning bolt for you. I just didn't think that it would actually happen. Why would you think ahead? Kefris, and she like, Picard pops her dress, gets out of the carriage. She's gonna walk over to the other carriage, see that there is a sign on it. Uh. I would like to see if there is anything else that I notice about this, perhaps with an arcana check? Yes, absolutely. Oof. How much was that cure Eight. for? Eight? <laughs> Great, okay. Um, <laughs> this seems to be a fairly mundane cart. You suspect that there might be something more to it, but um, you can't really necessarily sense anything magical about mm -hmm. it. Alright, this is not the wizard's cart, I'm assuming, so just don't touch it. It says keep out, so we'll keep out of that, alright? And it's just gonna... What? No, uh, unless the wizard is Vistani, which I don't think they are. I don't know. She's gonna walk up to the door and try and decipher what this text is. Okay. So he's gonna take a walk. God, Where? What does that mean? Around the perimeter of the tower to see if there's anything else. Absolutely. Um, as you circumnavigate the tower, 
uh, you can see that there is a, like the, the scaffolding goes up to each floor of the tower and that there is a ladder among the scaffolding. Hmm. Perception check. Oh, for myself. Yes. Sorry. And this time I'm dooming perception instead of persuasion, which is the other P word. Uh, 16. 16? All right. Yeah. You can see that there are just like ramshackle holes among the tower. Um, it is conceivable that you might be able to find a way in via the scaffolding. Though it does look rickety. The inner Calum in me wants to go. <laughs> He'll circle back around to where uh, they are. So, Silmi, uh, you are looking at this door. Mm -hmm. What are you doing to try and figure it out? I'm going to... I would like to do an Arcana check on it to see if I can decipher anything about it. Alright. Yeah. Who is the Fucking eight. God damn. That's two different dice that rolled a three. Thank you. All right. The spirits are not well, with me tonight. There is certainly... How close do you get to the tower? Um, Probably like ten feet away. Okay. Um, there's certainly, there's certainly something magical about it since it freaking zapped Kefris. Um... It seemed to be activated by touch. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Do I know how big that thunderbolt was? How big that what? The thunder lightning bolt, sorry. Oh, you know what? I forgot about something that is kind of important. That net of lightning is still there. Oh! Oh, around the whole building? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, how, just like... Kind of crackling and popping. Okay, um, could I use prestidigitation? If, if I'm not gonna get hit by the lightning ten feet away, I, we can retcon that if I'm, I need to be further away. Um, could I use prestidigitation to make it feel like there is a hand on the doorknob? Make the doorknob feel like there's a hand on the doorknob. Yes. Harmless sensory effect. You're, you, you're essentially trying to replicate the effects of a hand on the doorknob. Yes. Like, like warmth and yeah. like yeah. texture and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. All right. Um, I'm going to say nothing happens. Okay. Since this effect has already been triggered. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we, we can either wait for it to go away. I don't have anything. Wait, let me look. And I'm just going to start going through my bag. Is it a giant, like... Uh, it's a net of lightning around the entire building? Yes. Yeah. 
like uh, like somebody took a chain link fence made out of lightning bolts and just wrapped it around the whole tower. Lovely. Hmm. Is I the... mean, if I could, if I could see inside, I could probably get in. Well, we could always just break our way in. There's some scaffolding. It's a bit rickety, but there are places to get into the building. Is the does it go all the way up, or is it just around the door? Goes around the left side of the building. So you're looking at the building, your left, um, and it goes a little ways around the back. And the scaffolding itself goes up to the third floor. Is it on the right side or the left side? The scaffolding. You're looking at the. You're yeah. looking at the building. Your left. So it is covered in. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the electricity around the whole building? Oh yes, the electricity is around the whole building. Like all the way up. Yes. Okay. Because I don't think that would work very well, since you know electricity is covering the entire thing. But perhaps if we grounded it in some way. There is a wizard. There's somebody in there. There is a wizard. There's someone who knows how to get in. Are you all right, Kevin? I am so tired and just have so many volts of electricity running through me right now. I feel like that should have woken you up, but it's all right. Um, the insides are going much faster than the outsides, I will tell you what. <laughs> all right. For being embarrassing, me. He's a bit out of his comfort zone. I know. Um, if I threw my maul at the side wall and made a hole, would you be able to... Let's not, un because if there's any magical bullshit on this tower, that maul will probably bounce off and hit you with the... Wait, how tall is the building? It's about four stories tall. Four stories tall, okay. Um, so, assume like 40 feet at the top. Okay, so scaffolding is probably an opening into the building. If you got on top of the cart, sister, would you be able to get in there? Probably. If not for the chain link of electricity going around. Oh, that's not a, that's not a worry for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sell me. I, I can fly. You can fly, you can fly, you can fly. That's true. Um, I want to try something first before we go too far, all right? I am... Listen, if I think that, if, that you're going to try what I think you're going to try, you're going to be stuck in there without me. No, that's what I'm... No, I'm, I'm not that thing that I'm going to try. Um, I'm so concerned what this is still going to try. I'm wondering if I can break... The sigil on the door, will it break the spell? Stands to reason. Speedy. What sigil are you trying to break on the door? Isn't there the, the one that you showed us? Is that the one? Or is that on the cart? And I'm... There's a circle on the door. Right. Strange markings. Yeah. In sort of a clock formation and then like a weird sigil in the middle. Right. Um, probably the sigil in the middle. 
Speedy. Is it made of wood? Sorry. The door itself is, is the made sigil. Of wood. The sigil is copper. Copper. Oh, actually, no. The door is made of metal. No. Oh. No, it's wood. Okay. Speedy, I just want to try something. Could you shoot a crossbow bolt in the center of that sigil? I could give it a try. Sure. Motion. Step back. Speedy stops next to Irina and, like, gingerly holds his hand out for his hand crossbow. Oh, yeah. Irina remembers she has your hand crossbow and gives it back. Thank you. Um, Loads a bolt, aims at the door, tries to hit dead center with a barracuda. Dirty 20. Nice. You hit it dead center. Clang! And then the lightning seems to just bat the bolt away. Interesting. Oh, I don't I have anything. At this point, enough time has passed, and the lightning fizzles twice, and then the hold net just drops. Oh, wonderful. Don't touch the door. <laughs> Shall we? And she motions to the scaffolding. Don't touch the actual tower until I get there, all right? Let's go to what? The Capris, I swear to the gods. <laughs> I really want to. You... You've told me not to, and now I just, it just makes me want to do it all the more. You, I'm going to you... slap Kefris on the back of the head as he walks past. <laughs> All right. I trust you. Picard pop. <laughs> we, we should probably get on this scaffolding one at a time. It is not the safest that I've ever seen. Not that I've ever taken a structural integrity class in my life. I can climb yeah. pretty good. I've gotten better at it since being here. If we could touch the tower, I could just go on up the side. How how long did it take for the magic to fizzle out the first time? Uh, roughly ten minutes. Well, Melareska, if you do, I hope you can take another hit just in case that activates the tower. We'll find out, won't we? Yeah, no, I think it's best if we just go one at a time. Look, lightning can't strike I'll twice. Go... Not in the same place. Don't be ridiculous. You would be surprised. Definitely it did, because it hit his dad. Twice. Shit. So on, you've got one more in you. <laughs> at least one. Right. I'm going to go first. Um, are you comfortable flying up there with me, Maybell? Oh, you're going to fly. No, no, no. I'm not going to fly. I, I will climb the scaffolding. And because mm-hmm. it is rickety, I don't think both of us should be up there at the same time. But if you're flying... Mm-hmm. Right. Are you comfortable doing that in front of present company? Oh, of course. Every... every there's no more secrets between us. All right. She'll give her hand a little squeeze and... Uh, <laughs> gross. Uh, she'll give her hand a little squeeze and then uh, start climbing the cat. Did we remember to tell Irina? What? Oh, 
Oh, um... Uh, Maybelle's gonna go over to Irina, and there is a fevered moment of, um, dropping, like, <laughs> the biggest that? truth bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, she explains that she's a devil, um, evidently she's dead now, uh, <laughs> she's in a relationship with Silmi, uh, and she can turn into an owl. Did I forget to tell the rest of you about that? I can turn into an owl, I'm sorry. No, that one's new for me. Right. We don't need to do it over an hour, right? She can just do it. Uh, like, I, I'd say take roughly 10 minutes to pull off. All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have her do that and then I'm gonna start climbing the scaffolding. All right. Give me. Can I give her some coaching as she's going up for advantage? Speedy, do not stand directly beneath me. I am in a dress. <laughs> going strictly by the book, you don't need to make a check. Oh, cool. You're just climbing this rotting wood that kind of creaks underneath you as you make your way up. Wonderful. Um, so the second, so the first window I get to, can I see inside without touching the window? Yes, you can see peek half through the window. God, that's horrifying. You peek in through the window and what you can see is uh, a, a fairly well-preserved interior of a wizard's tower. There are bookshelves and um, in the center of the room, there is some sort of platform surrounded by four statues. Interesting. Can I take a look at the window? The uh, and window see if itself? Yeah, and see if it's protected. As far, like, you know, magically? Yes. Arcanically? Well, if you have detect detect magic, that's the more specific way to go about something like this. But um, arcana, doing an arcana check will basically say, warded yes, warded no. Yeah, that's, I don't have detect magic. But um, weird, right? Uh, But yes, I would like to see if it's warded. I want to know if I'm going to die if I touch this. All right. It is also just like a rotted, a wrought iron. Ooh. That was really close. <laughs> the to 17 what? Is, so rolling another three. The 17 is next to the three and it went bloop, 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 bloop. And then it went over to 17? Yes. To okay. <laughs> you are the You are the most tease of a dice I've ever owned. Okay. The the window itself is not warded, but the when you get closer, mm-hmm. um, you, you can smell like the scent of ozone in the air. Mm-hmm. And um, once you get like within about five feet of the tower itself, you can feel your connection to your personal supply of magic, your your ability sever. Oh. oh and that probably shocks you a little bit. So yeah. like you dagger back and then you feel it like reconnect again like a magnet oh i didn't like that Hmm. um all right she's gonna so i can't do magic if i'm really close to the tower i don't know how it works in the tower 
I don't know how it works if I try to magic through. I don't think my magic will work. She's going to look up at the, the owl flying by her. <laughs> I don't know if my magic will work if I try to misty step in there because it stops. But I'm on a different plane of existence, technically. <laughs> she looks at the bird. Um, the owl will land on a piece of scaffolding mm -hmm. and um, kind of tip its head questioningly mm -hmm. with a very clear worried look in its eye. Yes. Don't give me that look, Maybell. This is all part this of the a... adventure. Speaking of, uh, Maybell was transformed into a white owl by Silmi. A little horned owl. Yeah. All right. Only one horn. Well, yeah, we do just one horn, <laughs> right? The feathers on the other yeah. side are horn. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to try something. I'm going to brace to catch my sister. <laughs> <laughs> she falls. Fucking. Uh, uh, both the what's a Kefiris and Speeder, they're like just bracing and waiting. Um, okay. <laughs> uh she's going to pull out a uh <laughs> she's gonna pull out uh the Russian nesting doll she has. She's going to take apart one of the things and put the rest of them back, put it back together, and is there a sill? Yes. Okay, she's going to put it on the sill, like, and let go before it touches the actual sill, so she'll, like, set it and see if anything happens. Alright. It lands on the sill and just kind of, like, rattles back and forth and then settles. Alright, and then she's, she's gonna press the oh, she can't press the digit. Wait, if she presses digitates frost on the window, does it frost? If she's standing ten feet back? Yes. Solid. Shit. Some frost will spider web across the window pane. Alright. She's going to try to misty step in there. Ten feet Into the back. Building. Yeah. Okay. So she's not well, like at the edge of the scaffolding, so she's not in the no magic thing. Alright. And she just like like nightcrawler out of existence. Alright. And I'm gonna try to land inside. Uh Hopefully, like, on the edge of the room, so I'm not, like, <laughs> trigger a pressure plant or something. <laughs> All right. So you land inside the room. And you look around, and you can see the same thing that you saw before. Uh, lots of bookshelves just lining the walls. And what you see in front of the door, um, just kind of out of sight of where the mm. window was allowing you to see, uh, there's a lectern with a book on it. Oh. And it's facing the door. Cool. Uh, she is going to attempt to open the window. Alright. I, I don't think this is the kind of window that opens. I, this is just oh. like the, the wrought iron... Uh... It, th there are windows like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't open. It's like a porthole yeah, yeah, yeah. window. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like it's set directly into the pane and there's no mechanism to pop it open. Alright, so I'm just gonna look out the window, wave to Maybell, and then she's gonna say, yep. I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna go open the door. Okay. Um, she nods. And as while you're standing inside this building, um, you can tell that your magic has been severed from you again. Okay. 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 She is going to move very carefully through this room mm -hmm. and attempt to get to the door to get downstairs to let her friends in. All right. Nothing happens. You get to the door. Um, roll me a perception check. Okay. It's going well so far. Big day out. Big day out. Uh, <laughs> That's an 11. <laughs> an 11? All right. No biggie. Um, so you walk past those statues and you head to the door. Um, and as you walk past that book with the, that lectern with the book on it, uh -huh. you can see that it's open and um, it seems to have like lines for people to write their names on. And um, in big letters at the top, it says, I solemnly swear to do no harm and then like it seems to continue in smaller letters and then those letters get smaller and smaller as it gets to the bottom of the page and closer inspection reveals that it seems to be some sort of contract oh but you were going to open the door it, does it allow me to yes absolutely oh. Oh. <laughs> absolutely this is a wizard's tower danae don't act like that <laughs> from, <laughs> uh, from from the inside, the door opens easily. All right. Um, she's going to, like, lean out of the door. Um, <laughs> hello? Um, I'm, we, hi, um, just going to go get the door. Um, sorry for trespassing, but we couldn't knock. Um, if there is anyone here, be back in a tick. Sorry for breaking in. And she's gonna attempt to find the stairs to get down at the door. Oh no 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 no! You're you're on the first floor. Oh okay. Okay. The first floor. The door would have been the door outward. Oh oh oh! I see. Okay. I got it. Are there stairs Sorry. here going up? There are no stairs. Oh odd. Okay. Um. She opens the door. Hi. Yep. No problems. Just take a step in. Just you, good job. Thank you. As Kefris takes a step in, Bartholomew takes a step back just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kefris uh, enters the tower unmolested. Why do you have to say it like that? That's what it means. That's what it means. Bartholomew walks in. <laughs> All right, Bartholomew, uh, as you walk into the tower, you can feel something inside you, like, snap. Just, like, and you feel that you can no longer reach your spells. Hmm. Oh, yes, the tower has cut off all of my magic use. Arena steps in. And... Maybell will try to flutter in and will run smack dab oh. into an invisible wall. Oh no! Um, shit. 
she could watch Sorry, under the um, cart. There are ladies present. <laughs> um, would you mind watching the cart? She shakes her head after having run into, like, essentially what was just a, a glass window pane. Yeah. Um, and then she will nod and go fly over to the cart. Sorry, I hope you're okay. She turns her head completely around and gives you, like, the, the slow blink of, like, yeah, it's okay. Alright. Um, alright, so, um, looming figures. There's a book over there that says it's a contract. Now, I haven't read it fully, obviously, because I just opened the door for you. Um, but it might be good for us to read it before signing, obviously. Contract. As as nobles, your first instinct would be that this is a guest book. Oh. And then after reading a little ways down, it seems to be more than a guest book. It's like, you're promising to use magic within the tower as a friend to not harm Kazan or his property at all. Uh, and, like, the... the the, the writing gets more and more specific and more and more technical as it goes down and like gets so small that it's almost illegible towards the bottom of the page. But it says that we will not harm Kazan or his property. Mm -hmm. Kefris oh. just stands Kazan. Bless you. No, that's the name of the wizard. It's Kazan. I'll say it again. Yes. Just hoping no. that like there's just like a mystical cutscene kind of thing, but it's. Not I've solved happen. the puzzle. As as you say, Kazan, uh, those four statues in the middle of the room surrounding this platform, they all just turn their heads and look at you. Don't say that again. Do not say it again. Hello, sorry Wizard? for barging in. <laughs> um, uh, we would gladly sign your book brother please sign the book um thank you for allowing us to be in your um establishment and we promise speedy sign the book to um not to do any harm to your master or the building irena please sign the book um and we hope that uh in signing this contract you will allow my familiar to travel with me through this beautiful place the book. <laughs> Irene, uh, Bartholomew, you will notice that when Irina goes to sign the book, she accidentally starts her name wrong and starts it with a T and then just blots it out a whole bunch and then signs Irina Koliana. <laughs> starts with a T, then starts with an M, and then. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> No, me gusta. So we all yes. sign the book? Okay. Um, and as soon as you sign the book, you feel your connection to magic reignite. Maybell, can you gingerly try to come in, please? Uh, yes, Maybell will fly over and land in the doorway. And then she will poke her little owl foot out and then kind of, you know, like feel around. Nothing happens. And she flaps a wing around there. Nothing happens. And then she just kind of hops in. Wonderful. Uh, would you like to rest on my shoulder, darling? Yes, she will rest on your shoulder. And uh, 
turn her head around, like, completely, just sort of looking around the room. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Capris, are you doing all right with all of this? I know this is a lot for, like, two days. I... It has been the longest three days of my whole life. We have to sign our name into a book. And statues look at us when I call the name of the man that we're supposed to that we're supposed to to call out. I feel both threatened and reassured. This is a terrible day. She kind of takes his head in her hands, and she like scratches his. He doesn't have a beard, does he? No. Just <laughs> scratch your beard. <laughs> <laughs> scratch him under the chin. Yeah. That'll make him feel better. She'll rub his <laughs> a little bit and bend his head down and kiss his forehead. It'll be all right, Capris. And when he is sure that his face is pointing towards the ground and his hair is kind of blocking out, uh, he's still thinking about his dream last night and how things are not okay for him. Yeah, I'm trying. Dark circles under his eyes. Yeah. Didn't oh, get uh, much sleep last night. I mean, no. I've seen him doing his studies. That's pretty common. I, the longer we spend here, the less okay I find myself being, but at the same time, it, the longer things stay weird, the quicker weird becomes the new normal. Is that good? I don't know. She'll squeeze his hand and then walk away and get stuck on his hand and can't pursue mine. Oh, um, sorry. I'll release the gecko pads. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and Silmi will turn to the uh, statues. Uh, hail, good statues. Um, take me to your master, please. The statues will look at you for a second. And these statues aren't very detailed. They aren't rendered with a whole lot of class low um, poly statues yes very roughly hewn there's just kind of like well i mean <clears throat> in, in in a modern sense they're probably pretty art deco where like they have a very clear like forehead nose shape and the rest of it's just kind of featureless so and they're like they will look at you and then just look to the pedestal in the middle of the room and each of these four statues will reach out and grab a chain that seems to be attached to a pulley. Don't like that. Wonderful. I believe this is the um, elevator type situation. The way we elevate ourselves up. Turns <laughs> to Irina. What's an elevator? I do not know, but she seems to know what she's talking about, so. Okay. Fake it till you make Ele it. Elevate means go up. So we go up. Go up or <laughs> so does that mean if we go down it's a D elevator? Oh mm. yes. uh I would like to go to the oh, wait. Back oh, okay. Sorry, is I'd like to go to the platform. So it only goes up because it's an elevator. So we're all getting on the platform. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and, and Irina and Bartholomew are kind of mumbling to each other as they do so, looking askance at this mechanism 
Kazan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the the statues begin to pull on the chains all at once in in synchronous motion, and um, it, it, it is not a smooth ride. Like it's just up and up and up. I am getting it down is. on all fours and just sticking my hands to the floor and just like a very scared cat doing the thing where it just like grabbed on. Yes, it stays it stays level, but like the 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 motion upward is very jerky and very uncomfortable. Um, you are pulled up to the second floor. Uh, now this room has some statues, has um, some artifacts under glass cases, uh, more bookshelves, but the floor seems to be very unsteady here. Um, and this elevator <laughs> will sort of jumble to a stop here on the second floor. I'm sorry, can you please describe the things that are on here one more time? I was still writing first floor stuff. Yes, uh, there are some artifacts under glass cases. There are some busts and statues, uh, and there are more bookshelves. This seems to be a floor with just kind of storage in the educational sense. Silmi's eyes light bf up and she's like yep also the floor is rotted out like it's it oh. seems yeah like there are holes in the floor watch your step i, I the servant was going to take us to the artifact right singular so servant do we just keep calling out the name until our stony-looking friends here take us to where we need to go. Well, these are powerful items. I mean, we're looking for a powerful item. We are in a room with powerful items. We, I mean, it's only polite that we speak to the wizard of the tower, yes? First, I mean, we are if in He's still around, looking at, like, all the rotted wood on the floor. Well, I think we should give it the good college try. What's a college? It's a place you go after oh. your basic learning to get more education. Oh, like a hunter's hut. Yes, but imagine if you were hunting knowledge instead of wolves. I would not even know what to shoot at knowledge. Your mind. You shoot your thoughts at knowledge. <laughs> and you hope absorb the power you hope that uh the hunting dogs of your memory bring that knowledge back to you these metaphors are confusing me kazan <laughs> no 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 what no ah! the books aren't <laughs> <laughs> to take First thing you notice is that there is a big old hole in the wall. And the second thing you notice is that you are in a room with a bunch of chests and uh, shelves with bottles with um, strange 
items inside. And there is a big old work table with papers and things scattered about. But yes, there is a hole in the wall where you can see the scaffolding out through. Oh. Well. Okay. It's fine. Maybell, don't say his name. Maybell. <laughs> would you mind very much going and looking on the desk and telling me what he has as far as paperwork on that trying to disturb too much of it? Wouldn't want to be rude. Certainly. Will, will you roll her a perception check as she does so? Or an investigation check if you would wish? Roll the five. Five. All right. Um, she will fly over to that table and start kind of moving papers around with her talons. Oh, wait, is this an investigation, like, add my stuff? Yes. That's a ten. Oh. Then, um, she will sort of shuffle through papers, and, um, she's able to communicate basic emotions and things with you, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you get, like, curiosity from her, um, and then, like, a little bit of surprise, and uh, she will roll up a piece of paper and fly it over to you. And I can it look appears her to... eye. Oh, sorry. Oh, you I can. can look... oh, yeah, I can connect. I can. Uh, if she's within hundred feet, I can communicate with her telepathically. Um, I can see through her eyes uh, for six seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you would like to do that, you may. Yeah. Just get a peek. All right. Um, you can see that there are recipes for potions here. Uh, there are arcane notes taken on different kinds of plants and things in the area. Um, and there seems to be a fixation on electrical, like, impulses that come from plants in general. Like, basically, he had, there, you, you see through Mabel's eyes, there is a diagram of a potato with, like, a nail sticking out of it. Um, and there is a crude incandescent light bulb that is lit up. Hmm. Not sure what that is. You just see uh, Silmi's eyes are glossed over. They're completely white as she's looking. Yes. And uh, Maybell will notice something and bring a piece of paper over to you that she's rolled up. Thank you. It is a letter from Strahd von Zardich. Ooh! You just you see Silmi's face. She opens it and she goes, ooh. This, this seems to be very old. Um, it's, it's very nearly crumbling in your fingers. But um, it is addressed to Kazan. And basically, it's Strahd asking about the progress of his research, um, wishing him well on his uh, attempts to become a lich, and promising him a place in the castle if he so chooses. What did it say? So bad news, bears. Um... This is a letter from Strahd. Um, to who? To the keeper of this tower. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what you were doing there, you sneaky little guy. Who um, 
was attempting to become a lich. A what? A lich. It's kind of an undead, almost god-like creature. So, Miss Irina, if uh, you would accompany me back downstairs and onto the <laughs> cart, we shall leave this place. Uh... <laughs> we can't oh, leave yet. Sounds like... <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said we can't leave yet. Yeah, we can kind of leave. <laughs> Good news. Um, she offered him a place at the um, at the the, the castle. How so, is that good news? Well, he's probably not here. They then there's a lich in the castle. Well, I mean that's bad news for later, but right now where we are, he's they are probably not here. Well, good. Now we have to deal with the lich's servant, who's totally going to give us something to help our fight against Strahd. Maybe if we're nice or we trick him. I wonder if you say the wizard's name backwards, do you go down? Kazan. Up. <laughs> Up. Up. <laughs> All right. Um, you move on up. I, was, I had to sit there for a second and be all like, Is he tr did he just try to say the wizard's name yeah. backwards? That's <laughs> what <laughs> I thought too. <laughs> I'm like, no, that was forwards. Uh, all right. You and enter. I don't feel bad about taking anything from here now. You should feel a little bad about taking things from here. We signed a contract. Oh, that's well, true. Stealing is stealing. You okay. um, get to the top floor of this tower. Now, unlike the rest of the tower, the floor is pristine. It's as though no time has passed at all. Um, and there are signs of habitation here. Uh, it's, it seems clear that somebody has been living in this area. There is a bed um, that is neatly made off to the side. There is a chest that is not in the same style as the rest of the house. It seems like it was brought here by someone else. And there is a, another desk with more notes just kind of scattered across it. And on the other side of the room, there is a jumbled suit of armor just kind of lying on the floor as though it fell and there it stays. Interesting. Odd that this is the top floor. You can floor. also see the pulleys that the chains are connected to, and this doesn't seem to go up any further. Are there any doors on this floor? Doors? No. There are windows. They do not open. Hello? Huh. Is anybody home? No I would like... I would like to take a step off of the thing. Alright. The pedestal rocks a little from the absence of weight. Hello? My name is Silni. I am a wizard in training and wish to speak to the master of this tower if they are present. Your voice kind of echoes around the room and there is no response. I'm going to go over to the table where the notes are. Mm -hmm. And 
see if I can read them. If they are in common or if hopefully they're in common. These are all just blank pages. Hmm. There's also a stove in the corner of the room and it seems as though like something has been burned in there recently. You can kind of smell You smell fire. Um, there's uh, some dark coals in there. Hmm. Well, we did the thing that we were supposed to do. Supposed to say the name, and then the servants would then the servant would come and help us. Um, I'm gonna poke the suit of armor with my short sword. All right. Where are you poking it? Somebody goes, ooh. Like, he just pokes, like, the visor and then, like, rolls the helmet over. Mm-hmm. Um, it is similar to the suit of armor that you saw back in the Death House, where yeah. it's got the wolf ears and kind of, like, the wolf motif going on with the whole thing. It's made of dark metal. And that wouldn't be, would that be normal, like, for, like, aristocrats to have this sort of styled okay. armor, or? Uh, history check. Stay dumb, Bart. That's a one, so a zero. Oh, poor Bart. Um... I will say that as nobles, uh, you would know, and when I say as nobles, I'm talking about the Norris, cause, because they're the only ones that are nobles around here, and also Irina, she, she's here too. Um, as nobles, you would know that it would be fairly common for a person who has a warlike background to gift armor to people that they found favor with. I would like it's a nice it. way of being all like, oh, look at this historical thing. So like, this is the old model. We're going to be moving on to the new one. So have one of these. Kefris, as you're standing over next to the desk, can you give me a perception check? Not a persuasion check. Ah, ah. A perception check. Yes, a 19. I like these new dice. Excellent. Um, you get a very distinct smell of lavender coming from that chest over next to the bed. Going to go over to it, see if it's locked. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem to be. Don't pop it open. All right. There is a severed head lying on a pillow. Uh, it has a waxy kind of pallor to its face. Um, it seems to be a human man with darker skin and black hair. There's some sort of embalming oils that have been used on it to keep it fresh. Um, uh, I quickly shut the lid again. Um, Speedy walks over. What you find, <laughs> Melaniska? Okay, so, like, real quick question. Common practices in Barovia. Delicious stew. Good. 
we went and had that's a thing people do right we good food we've been asked to eat with people several times since we've got here that's a common thing that happens speedy i have a really it might seem off the wall is there a Barovian custom where you keep heads inside of drawers? Oh, yes. My grandmother used to. Do... No, there is no such. I don't think so. Not in my town. All right. Cool. Just making sure it's universally terrible. <laughs> Speedy's going to, like, lift open the lid a little bit. And... Oh, that's very clearly a Vistana. Vistani. Close it. So that's a Vistani head. You think they Maybe own that's the, the owner of the cart outside. Uh, Speedy's gonna open it again, and is like the head like how's the head situated? Is it, like on the side on? I think it'd fit better on its side, actually. Yeah. Speedy's just gonna reach out and turn the head slightly. Why are you touching it? You're trying to see if you recognize it? Yeah. History check, I guess? Speedy! That's okay. How often do you... How often do you... Interact with... Vistani? Uh, after the initial... You got pranked, bro. Trying to get out of Barovia. Probably visited Madam Ava for a time. And I think that would have been it. So, 14. 14? Um, I do believe... You very distinctly do not recognize this Vistani, which is to say you have seen most Vistani in Barovia. It's a very small place. You would have had a chance to, like, you know, at least pass by somebody and give a a precursory idea of like who is here. Um, you do not re recognize this person, which is a pretty good sign that he is from outside of Barovia. I think this Vistani came from the outside. Oh, I've never seen him. Them? Him? Him? Him before. So somebody decapitated him and then brought him home. Well, someone decapitated him and then, like, Bartholomew, like, sniffs his fingers, embalmed his head. I mean, all things considered, he's quite handsome still. That's that's kind of morbid, Madaska. Well, I'm... I'm... Sorry. Your poor brother is already stressed up enough as he went to school where he saw corpses all the time. Mel or, or Maybell like looks over at you and kind of like squints like <laughs> I'm sorry. I do a lot of reading. And your the things that you uncover in your reading is decapitated head. Handsome, yay or nay. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm sorry. Um if you said there was a a uh, table and a desk. There's a there's a desk. It's just it's okay. one surface. Um, Sylvie's gonna go sit down in the chair at the desk and uh, uh, attempt to see if she can find any papers with writing on it or anything. Okay. 
Um, you can start going through some drawers and things. Um, and you will open up a drawer and see a bottle in the bottom drawer. Like, all of the top drawers are just kind of empty. Or, I guess they wouldn't be empty. They'd have, like, writing material mm -hmm. in them. But the bottom drawer, which is, you know, usually the largest drawer, mm -hmm. uh, has, like, a wide-bottomed bottle. And uh, the rest of you don't recognize the language that is, like, etched onto the side of it. But when you, when you look at it, you can read it because mm -hmm. you are under the effects of Comprehend Languages. And it says, Kazan's get-along glass. Can I smell it? Yeah. You pick it up and kind of give it a sniff. Um, uncork it. Mm -hmm. uh, and a light will float out of the neck of the bottle uh, and just kind of like float there in front of you briefly. Um, and then it just kind of sends different beams of light out through the room. And each beam will connect with the chest of a different person in the room. It'll connect with Kefris, with you, with Bartholomew, with Maybell, with Irina. Um, and like they just kind of move as though they're looking for something. And these white beams of light will all disappear except for the ones that are connecting with Bartholomew and Irina and they will turn red. And then there is a flash of light, and Bartholomew and Irina are both gone. That's, That's a good time for a break, huh, mm -hmm. friends? Time for a break. Oh, I hate this so much. So I'm going to be rolling my new character. He is a gnome warlock. Uh... <laughs> so... Uh, thank you to everybody who has stopped by to come and enjoy this game as my sister does the thing she told me not to do, which is touch stuff without finding out what it was first. And, uh, oh, kittens. Uh, but we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it's to grab food, grab drink, grab a friend, possibly go to bit.ly, pick up some adventure merch bit.ly slash adventure merch and uh you can also check us out on discord patreon places where you can find audio casts feel free to leave us a review and let us know how we are doing if there's anything else that we can do to improve and we will see you guys once we return so don't go no place all right everybody Hello, everybody, and welcome back uh, from our break. I, I had a little scritchy in my throat. Uh, but I believe we are now standing in a in a wizard's tower, minus two people. Oh, what's going That's true. on? That's true. Uh, Y'all were standing in a wizard's tower when a ball of light came out of a bottle and poofed away Bartholomew and Irina. And for a moment, you're just kind of stood there in shock. Yeah, and then as you look down at the bottle, you see there are now two figures inside. What did you Gingerly do? set it down. What did you do? Um, everything's fine. <laughs> no! Um, <laughs> um, she sets the cork down <coughs> next to it. Uh, it says, 
A get-along bottle? Kazan's get-along glass. So what it says on the glass is the, the wizard's get-along glass. I'm gonna look down in it, and I'm going to wave. Yeah, and I think this is a good time to cut to Bartholomew and Irina. Uh, the, the two of you land in a strange translucent room. Um, there, There's no furniture, there's nothing inside here. It's just very large and, and very echoey. Um, and as your feet land on to this glass, you hear clink, clink. And then like the whole room kind of spins as the bottle is moved and you are placed on a desk and you see Silmi's enormous face peek down and wave at you. If Silmi could zoom in enhance, Bartholomew is glowering at her with his arms crossed. <laughs> and Irina will look over at you and say, what did you do? Me, I didn't do anything. Um, she's going to glare at you with her, like her jaw set, <laughs> and <clears throat> um, if she were a player, she'd be making an insight check right now. But she's not, so I'm just going to decide what happens. Um, <laughs> she's going to say. I believe you, but I don't like it. This doesn't make any sense to me. If anything, you should be, and then he points at the giant face of Silmi, <laughs> asking her what she did. All right, she will uh, walk over to the glass and kind of clink on it with her knuckles and point at Silmi, and Silmi can't hear what she's saying. <laughs> I believe you need to get along. That's still way too loud. Yeah, it's way too loud. It's just like, <laughs> the screen would be shaking right now if that was the case. Or if we were like watching a movie of this, the screen would be shaking from within the bottle. And uh, both of you like put your hands up over your ears. <laughs> Sister. Yes, brother? So in your letter, you let me know that whenever you do magic-related things, you always test them out and know exactly how things are going to go, right? You make right. sure to triple-check your steps. Right. So that way when mishaps I cast don't a spell, happen. This is not me casting a spell. Cat. The bottle was oh, okay. in your hands. And I believe when we were outside, there was a very loud, Kefris, Kefris, stop touching things if you don't know what they are, Kefris. Kefris, Kefris. That one. We need to get along here, okay? I know that you are upset at me right now, but I think it's very important that you trust me because if we don't, I think we might end up in there as well. 
can you fix it? Oh, yes. I don't know. Okay, to be honest, I don't know, but I think I know. I'm going to start looking for notes. I'm going to go over here for a little bit. <laughs> and he just... <laughs> he is just going to go over and he's looking at armor. That is... That is what he is up to. <laughs> Alright, so Kefris goes over to sulk by the armor. Um, meanwhile, inside of the bottle, um, Irina has gotten as far away from Bartholomew as she possibly can, and she is just glowering. Bartholomew has, like, walked to the opposite end of the bottle <laughs> and has sunk down. He's just sitting there, like, thinking. <sighs> Solomon's gonna flick the bottle. <laughs> Next to Bartholomew? Yes. Alright. What? <laughs> Why? We are minuscule. Every single motion you are doing is killing us. I'm going to punch you when I get out of here. <sighs> for, for the audio cast, Silmi is making a lot of very uh, <laughs> emphatic uh, motions, encouraging them to make up. Or make out, I don't know. I, 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 my lip reading is pretty poor. Hey, you want the make out? <laughs> 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 and then this is turned into an anime. We cut immediately to Bartholomew on the ground with a handprint on his cheek. <laughs> it was worth a shot. But anyway, um, Bartholomew looks over at Irina, who's probably glaring at him. Oh, she's, <clears throat> she's facing away from you. Listen, if I did anything to offend you, I apologize. I Was it what I said at the church? Bartholomew, I haven't been fair to you. You are, being around you is, she's gonna pull on the cords on her arm. When we first met, we got along so well. And that was nice because I don't get to meet very many new people here in Barovia and I like to have friends. I didn't have many friends. I can relate to that. I guess it's just where we grew up, but not many people either stayed around too long or 
never really got to know anyone. It was yes, I, I and I thought it was just that, but the more I think about it, the more similar it is to the way that I felt when I was around Strad before I knew who she was. Say what? You aren't doing some sort of charming thing, are you? Sure, <laughs> the audio cast listeners indoors making these really weird goo goo eyes at the camera, and I. I don't even look at him anymore. <laughs> I, Irina, I'm just a guy who's also a hunter from Valaki. Er, Valaki. I don't even know how to charm a woman. <laughs> With or without magic. I've been hunting for a very long time, okay? I just... I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I already know you. It... I don't know. It felt like that, too. For me, but... We're both soulless, right? I thought I was. Honestly, I don't even remember what my childhood was like. I don't remember anything that happened before I went to go live in the village of Barovia. Mm. And nope, everyone thought I was soulless, but as time went on, I, I felt more and more and I began to cry, I began to laugh and that is not what people without souls do. Hmm. Yeah. The souls around the village, typically they well, one, they don't show emotion, but also most of their tasks are repetitive at most. There was that bartender back in Barovia. Uh, I forget his name. But that was a clear indication he was soulless. There was like nothing there. Always cleaning those glasses. Even the dirty clean ones. That's... I, sorry. Um, there's... I don't know what's going to happen. Ever since I met up with the Malreskas, my life has been, for the past three days, weirder than normal. So maybe 
a soul and a soulless person might not be too unheard of. I'm not doing anything magical. I wouldn't even know where to start. It was, I guess, just a coincidence. I blurted out that name. Could you roll me a history check? Rare. Oh, Bartholomew. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Okay. Um, while you're sitting there, looking down at Irina, um, who has since sunk to her knees and just kind of is sitting there dejectedly, um, looking a little bit like a lost child, uh, you are brought back to a memory of finding a child very similar to this by the lake. Wait, you know, you said you've never, you don't remember anything from your childhood, right? I do not, no. There was a girl by the lake near Valaki. We used to play together. She, she got squints up at you um, as though she's trying to access some distant memory. She disappeared one day. And I have never seen her since. By a lake? Yes. And there was someone else there. She was a rock. Yeah. And she's going to, like, kind of put a hand on her forehead as though, like, this is giving her a headache trying to think of this. Bartholomew, have I seen you before? You might have when you were, when you were younger. <clears throat> um, she hasn't seen me without my bandana on, right? I don't think so, no. Yeah, he takes off his bandana. You might be Isaac's sister. I think that's a good time to cut to Somi and Kefras. You know, no, we're good. Yeah, no, we're okay processing all <laughs> No, go back. Go back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly is Somi doing during all of this? Uh, Somi is, once they start talking, Somi does a 
thumbs up, and then she's gonna start looking through, like, see if she can find any paperwork with any notations on it. Okay. I think I think she'll actually leave a piece of parchment as well, just as like a good faith. Here, I'm, you know, I'm not here to take things. I'm gonna leave this here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I could try and look through parchments, books, anything I can find. All right. Kefris, you're poking around this uh, animated armor. Excuse me. What? <laughs> you're poking around this armor. It's just armor. Damn it, wing. Uh, it's just armor. What? <laughs> so, looking at this armor, does what? Does it look like roughly around my size? Like if I were like if I was standing next to the armor, would it be roughly as tall as I am, or is the torso at least how, the same? How, how tall is Kefiris? Kefiris is I. Previously, I said that he was over six feet, but when I checked, he is five eleven, I believe. All right. Um, the armor looks like it would be a little bit big compared to you. Just a little. I... It, it seems like it would be fitted for a particular person. Well, whoever it was doesn't need it anymore. Uh, and so I am going to see if I can try and take its breastplate. Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, it seems like it is connected to the rest of the armor with hinges. That's fine. I'll just remove the other pieces if I can. Alright. Um, as you do so, and you look mm. inside the breastplate itself, um, there is some sort of clockwork mechanism on the inside. Oh. Yeah, and like cogs and wheels and a Tesla coil. That's a lot going on in there. Um... <laughs> What? Uh, I thought I could possibly wear this breastplate, but it seems like it's a little occupied. And I'll kind of like show the inside how it is just all of these crazy mechanical workings. Oh, I have no idea how that works. I don't either. Perhaps it's best to just leave it. Yeah. yeah. Arcana check, Silmi. Yeah. <laughs> What is the deal? What is going on with your arcana checks tonight? <laughs> yeah, you have no idea how that works. That seems very mechanical, not magical. Maybe a bit of both, but... I'm just going to kind of set him up over here. Just make it look like he's... Like this armor is sort of just sitting in a corner. Like Wait, a sad scarecrow. Isn't that sort of the same thing that attacked us in... in the house? I think so. Has the same detach... helmet. Can you perhaps detach one of its legs? So if it does come alive, it's difficult for it to do anything? That is a very, very smart idea. Thank you. And... Before he does that, though, he is going to go over to Silmi. 
and he'll say, I haven't really had a chance to talk to you about the letter. And and he will just bring her into a hug. I'm sorry. Sorry for what? For being judgmental. I didn't have any right to be. I didn't know anything about it. I was just scared, and I was scared for you. But you are your own person. You can make your own decisions. And I'm sorry for that. And I'm also sorry I didn't question it. After Dad passed and you said you were all right. Oh. I mean, I don't think anyone was. I don't think... I don't think anyone was either, but that still doesn't mean I shouldn't have been there. So... I'm going to do my best to be here now. Thank you, Kephris. Just, if anything magical does happen, you're the go-to. Because clearly, I cannot break things magically by just hitting them with my maul. (laughs) So, unless... And he kind of, like, looks over at the bottle. No, that probably wouldn't work. We don't let them smell forever. (laughs) No. No, we do not. We kind of need them. Look, without them, we uh, don't know where the fuck we're going. I have no idea. It's very true. Um, Well, we're being um, honest. Um, What's with you and Irina? I don't know what you mean. You seem like you're getting very comfortable with her. I mean, we've been on the road together pretty much nonstop for the last two and a half days. Mm-hmm. Learn to make idle conversation with people. Right, you, but you, you know, gave her some of your rope. In the same way... But that's not my business if you don't want to share. I, I understand that, you know, personal things can remain personal. It's not an issue with me. I just am curious. In the same way that I want to be here for you, Irina is also somebody who looked like she could use somebody, some help. So I told her about Ilmater, and the easiest way that you can possibly show somebody about the church is the cords. So... I helped her tie her cords, and she just seems to have taken a liking to them. So, until we can get her a set of her own, I will go with one. Alright. She's gonna look over at Maybell. Yeah, Maybell gives you the same sidelong glance. <laughs> what are huge owl eyes? <laughs> I don't like that one bit. You stop that. <laughs> she blinks apologetically. <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, <laughs> do I find any notes or anything? Just blank pages? Uh, you, 
regrettably, you don't find any notes up here. But the pages that you're shuffling through, they seem fresh. As opposed to uh, the, you know, like old cracked yellowed parchment you found downstairs. Uh, Give me an insight check. Ship forever. Um, insight is a nine. Nine? Nine. Okay. Um, it doesn't make any sense to you why somebody would have paper here and not have written on it. Um, maybe they took the notes with them. Hmm. She's going to uh, maybe take out her quill and uh, mm-hmm. try to write on them and Try to write a note to Speedy and Irina, just saying you're doing great, <laughs> so she doesn't have to yell at them. <laughs> Cue cards. <laughs> oh, God, I want to see that scene. Um, <coughs> nights in the courtyard. Uh, so yes, you go ahead and write a, a, a note for them. Um, we'll cut back to the inside of the bottle, um, and. Irina is like looking at her hands and says, My brother, he. That's. Uh, sorry. That would explain a, a few things. The, the, the Solace will, will fixate on things. If he lost a, a sister when he was young, then that could create an obsession. I mean, he should have had an obsession about his arm, but like. When his sister disappeared, he was found outside of the walls. Apparently, a wolf attacked him. We assumed she had died. But she didn't die. She wound up somewhere outside of Barovia. The village, not, not, not the valley. Uh, don't get my hopes up. If only I were found outside of Barovia. You risked your life for me. You are just a child. It was also very dumb. Let's be honest. Have things changed much? No. Uh, and she she laughs, and, and there's something that just feels weirdly familiar about all of this, but you probably chalk it up to you hung out when you were kids. Well, it's nice to know you're alive. Um, <sighs> it's good that we got you out of the town, but. Oh, that's that's a moment for something. I, uh, that's something I need to discuss with the Malareskas if we ever have to step back inside that town. <laughs> I'm sorry for the way I treated you. I mean, it's 
find a healthy amount of not superstition. Cautiousness. Cautiousness. Yes. In uh, we all have to have some of that here. Everything all right between us now? Um, she will look up at you and um, put out a hand. Bartholomew walks over, extends his. Yep. Um, and she'll like grab it in the hunter's forearm salute and kind of use your arm to hike herself up to her feet. Uh, and then she will pull you into a hug. Hmm. He wraps his arms around her and pats her shoulder. All right. Uh, Malrezka's the bottle starts to glow. Oh, they're hugging! <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, 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 the minuscule figures seem to be hugging, and um, they are enveloped in light, and that light begins to float out of the neck of the bottle. Uh, and then in a similar fashion to before, uh, two lights will beam out from that little ball, and then Bartholomew and Irina are deposited back in the place, places that they were before. Oh my god, sister, you've done it! You magicked it out! I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure I did something, but I didn't do anything. They did all of the work. Congratulations. Oh. You worked it out. Oh, no, no, we'll let you have this one, Malareska. No, no. That I was did. amazing. Yeah. I, no, no, no. I did nothing. I, I did nothing. <laughs> well. And then she works the thing. Let's leave that behind. What does that even say? It says... Should I say his name? Have we said his name up here? No. No. Kazan's get along bottle. Yeah, as soon as you say Kazan, that uh, <laughs> that suit of armor in the corner starts to starts to rattle, um, and the places where the armor meets, where there would be gaps, uh, flash, and there is kind of a spark of electricity that goes up and down its body, and it will jump or kind of jiggle to its feet uh, and look over at you guys and put a fist over its chest. Oh! <laughs> so There's just back. like the oh! crossbow <laughs> out pointed. Hello! Hello! Are you the servant? It will nod jerkily. Oh. oh. Wonderful. Is your master here? It, like, moves its head back and forth as, as though it's scanning the room. And then will shake its head. Cool. Um, we are looking for an item. An item of power. Perhaps something to do with stars? Can you help us find it? It seems to be processing. We were told to come look for you, big fella. Sorry, I tried to take you uh, apart. 
a, a light will project from inside its head and a little rectangle of that same electrical energy that you saw wreathe the building appears. Um, only that electrical energy seems to be forming words. Oh, fascinating. Brother, did you see a potato in there by any chance? What? <laughs> what? No, there's no. there was no potato in there. There was a lot of, like, wiry things. He was trying to find the, electricity that works through. <laughs> the words say, input passcode. Oh. Um... I wonder if there's a button we can hold for five to ten seconds and just reset the whole thing. Um, Could we just say the wizard's name again? How easy would that be? Try it. Kazam! Melodeska! <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> um, with the uh, mention of Kazan, uh, it will blink twice and then say, passcode received, and then and he turns around and starts to jumble around in the side of the room. And yes. it will put out a hand onto the wall, which begins to glow briefly. And that light will enter into the stone and just sort of shine around it. And um, he pulls the stone out of the wall. And then he actually reaches into the hole and his, his gauntleted hand actually can't reach into the hole. Um, and so like he sits there for a second and you can hear like whirring inside the armor as though he's processing how to deal with this issue. And then he forms a fist and he just busts through the wall. And then his gigantic gauntlet comes out um, with a, in a fist over something. And he turns around and approaches Kefris with his fist out. I put my hand out for our new best friend. <laughs> All right, he drops something cold and metal into your hand. Oh. And when you look down, you find <clears throat> a platinum sun on a chain with a an enormous ruby in the center. Uh, and you can you can feel radiant power coming from this. I'll look up at the robot and say he would have been proud. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this guy at all or if he really would be proud, but it seemed like something cool to say. You know how long you've been here? Um, and it will create that screen again. Um, and like numbers will appear, but they seem kind of glitched. Um, like 600 something. And like the, the last two numbers keep on changing as though like yeah. there must be some sort of corruption in its memory. Let's get about the head. Do you know what the head is in the trunk? Data not available. Oh, lovely. I... May we borrow an item from this? May I read the books downstairs? Is that acceptable if I borrow books from downstairs? 
borrow borrow you said borrow okay I said borrow um you see I'm, it will i'm a training wizard it will, <laughs> it will whir as though processing for a little bit and then it will produce a copy of that contract that you had before mm-hmm. and kind of like zoom in and scroll around until it gets to the part where it said that says that you're not allowed to remove items from the tower. Oh, well, what about this item that you've given us? <laughs> the um, animated armor kind of turns its head to the side, looks off, and then shrugs. <laughs> Are you going to attack us if we try to leave with this item? That you've given us. <laughs> Accessing data. It's no longer his item. He gave it to us. If it's a gift, then it's ours now, right? Accessing data. <laughs> eh. Perfect. Could you give me some of the books that are downstairs? Eh. All right, I'm just asking, you know, training wizard and all. Uh, it, this is lovely. Um, have you been <clears throat> this tidy? Eh. Wait. Oh. Is there someone else here? Besides... Accessing data. Five of us. Data not available. Oh, I'm going to look at the ceiling real quick. <laughs> given our, like... What are you looking for? If there's any Doru... <laughs> esque looking motherfuckers on the oh. ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I have ruined you guys. Um, no, no, you do not see any Doru-esque looking motherfucker up there on the ceiling. You do not. Um, however, you do hear the howl of a wolf. It's time. Like outside? Yeah, of course. Um, Speedy's gonna go to the window where the wolf howl is and peek out yep it's the door or the door uh, the window facing the inlet towards the shore that you guys came from and you can see the hulking figure of a werewolf just standing on that land bridge and it seems to have located your cart and there are a couple of other wolves stalking around it. And it, as like it lowers its head from that howl, you can see that it has a big long gash over one side of its face. Laszlo. Um, yeah, right. Speedy's gonna pull out the silver dagger, walk over to the elevator. What, what was it? What, what was out there? Werewolves. Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. beside you. We could Who stay is? here. Irina. She just forms up behind you. She's got her swords out. I'll... We could stay here, and they can swarm the tower, and we can die inside the tower. Metal friend, will you join <laughs> us in defending your tower? Eh... <laughs> You're a piece of shit, protocol. and I hate you now. <laughs> um, it deactivates and falls into a jumble of metal. That was quite rude, Kefris. He's been very kind to us. 
We're going to die! Well, that doesn't mean we can't be polite about it. Yes, it does! This is exactly the time not to be polite about it! Well? What? You're right. Alright, onto the, uh, onto the cart. Okay. Um, okay. Nazik! Nothing happens. Azan. The elevator begins to lower. I mean, I learned how to do it backwards and everything, but that's fine. You basically said Kazan with the wish that you would be taken to the bottom floor? Yeah. Alright, you are taken to the bottom floor. Gosh, How did you do bitch. that? He's magic. <laughs> Is everyone magic? Everyone? She looks I... at Irina. Everyone can do that. <clears throat> Believe in their hearts. Um, no, not everyone is magic. <laughs> you sounded really convincing. Look. <laughs> Bartholomew snaps at everyone. There are three wolves, four wolves, and a tall wolf man. We are going to break their line on the cart. Oh. We are going to head to Kresik as fast as possible. Okay, um, put me in the front. Oh, I was gonna stand on top and shoot at them while we go. Well, um... I can drive. Sister, we can throw open the small little window, that way you are still inside of the cart, but you can shoot out. Oh, I need to be in the front so I can shoot in front. Well, we have our horses. Are you going to go in front of the horses? No, I can shoot in a line in front of them. But, well, I guess I could do it from a point. But I, I need to be able to see where I'm shooting yes. so I don't light the horses on fire. However, this is going to be... Remember the... Oh, you didn't see it. Um, Speedy, do you remember the thing that I did in the, the church, the fire line thing? Yeah. Do you think that that would be successful or do you think that the horses would freak out? Horses would freak out if you do it in front of them, but if you do it to the side where the blenders are, it should be all right. All right. Um, We're going to drift the cart. <laughs> We're going to bend the bullet. Okay. All right. Deja vu. <laughs> so, run to the cart. God, I really want to know what's in the other cart. Run to the cart. <laughs> I will lay down some... Some fire as we go to the cart. Not not fire fire, like like pew pew fire. And then <clears throat> and then we will get in the cart. I'll peek out the side. <gasps> Maybell. She looks how, at Maybell. How far out are the wolves and them? They are standing on that land bridge that connects the island that the tower is on, basically blocking your way out. Would you say they're within 120 feet? 100%, yes. <clears throat> Speedy gets on top of the cart and he sighs and takes the silver uh, he takes his short sword out and you see him cut along his um forearm and he lets the blood drip along the crossbow and you hear a as the crossbow erupts in electricity. 
Ooh, you must really not like this guy. Kablam. <sighs> oh! Were you conceived during a lightning storm? Anyways, um, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, Everyone uh, in the cart. Yeah. Cart. I'll, I'll move aside, sister, so that way you can do your thing. Speedy. Right. Hold on, I suppose. Maybell, stay close. I'm sorry for your upholstery. And he stabs his short sword into the top of the cart to stabilize himself. That's fine. At this point, that's fine. It's not my cart. Silmi's going to stand on, on uh, with the door open. I'm going to say it opens backwards so she can like be in full view of everyone. She's going to say, hey, wolves! Fuck you! Oh. <laughs> She's going to her magic missiles at him. All right. Everybody roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> Deja vu! <laughs> Higher on the beat. 17. 16. 17. For speed. 14. 16 for Sumi. 14 for Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Irina's here, too. That's a five for Irina. <laughs> A plus on being ready there, buddy. All right. So, um, my understanding is that everybody was standing inside, yes. but uh, Bartholomew, you made it sound like you'd already gone outside and gotten onto the cart. Oh, I thought we had like proceeded outside and then we're like mounting this offensive. I I figured that you guys were still inside because if you yeah. had gone outside, the wolves would have seen you and started approaching. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so like so I, I'll, I'll take everything that you said as a pl as your plan for what you're going to do, um, and retcon a little and say that everybody is indoors and um, we're just about to bust open. Okay. Right. Still, me will bust open and do the thing then. Right. Yep. Is it okay? Is everyone okay with this plan? I'll cover you guys until you get to the cart, and then I'll follow. Let's go. Right. She smacks Capris. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's do this shit. Melodesk is weird. Yeah. I'm going to say that they didn't necessarily expect the door to bust open just now. Okay. So I'm going to give everybody one action in uh, initiative. So that would put Speedy at the top of the initiative. Okay. Um, one action. Move, standard, or bonus. Uh, oh, I should. <clears throat> I'm going to use a bonus action to let some of that blood drip down onto the short sword, and that starts crackling as well. Can, are you? What are you? Hmm? Are you a, a blood hunter? You can only do one. Weapon. What are you? You yeah. can do two, actually. Yeah. You have to just do it on separate rounds. That's why. Oh, I see. But then don't you okay. also have to take the health point drop yeah. a second time? Yep. 
cool. That's it. All right. I still have so more you... than Sylvie. Just gonna say. So that is what you do on your turn. And next is going to be Sylvie. So you're gonna be shooting some magic missiles. Magic missiles. Um, what you see is a werewolf and two wolves. Ooh, could I say put the silver dagger then? Is there a short sword? Sure. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I will uh give a pop to each one of them. So okay, werewolf <clears throat> four, wolf one, four, wolf two, five. <laughs> By the way, look at my beautiful. Ooh, I like it. The dagger dice. Yeah. They're uh, ice bolts, but nice. you know, they work. Magic missile. Magic. Four, four, and five. All right. Go, go, go! They don't like that at all. All right, and now it's Kepra's. Uh, I am going to... I am going to run to the cart... And we did the three-point turn, so that way it is ready to go. So I am going to see about running and hopping on and getting ready to yell, yeah, uh, once everybody is on the card. Okay. I'm on board for that. And Irina will do something similar. She will jump onto the cart and kind of hang off of the back of it with her long sword out, ready to kind of cover your... Or actually, she'll, she'll, yeah, she'll she'll stand on the back of it with her long sword out, just kind of ready to whack anything that gets close. Um, and then that is the end of the surprise round. So at the beginning, um, at the top of the round is a wolf who is going to come darting in and start harrying the horses. All right, that'll definitely hit. And so we are in the process of the hia, because everybody got onto the cart, right? All right. Yep. Cool. Well, I mean, actually, no. Bartholomew and um, Silmi are still getting ready to get onto oh the cart. It's going to be one more round before you're actually hia. <laughs> well, you know, actually, it'll be this round. Because it'll be this round. Go before you. Not the hia. <laughs> <laughs> He wants to hear. Okay. Um, and wolf damage. Ugh. Ouch, ouch, ouch. This hurts. This hurts the horse. Okay. So a wolf latches onto a horse's leg, and um, that horse begins to scream. So, uh, speedy. Yes. The two of you are sitting right next to each other in initiative. Oh, uh, Speedy darts out and will look at the wolf attacking the horse, point his crossbow, and pop it. Okay. Uh, will a... <clears throat> Sorry. Wait, no. It's crossbow. Wait, no, it's actions. Uh, 18? 18 will definitely hit. So, um, seven points of piercing damage, three points of lightning damage. Okay. 
um, you gank that wolf. Uh, it just falls, like, it, it, I mean, like, lightning is surrounding this bolt, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so that bolt just catches it in the neck, um, and you see lightning kind of make all of its muscles tense, and then it just slumps to the floor. Uh, Anything else on your turn? Yeah, I've got two more attacks. Um, Speedy will yell for Silmi to go, spins, points down the inlet towards the other wolf. Uh, Will a 17 hit? Yes, it will. Nine points of piercing damage, two points of electricity, or lightning. All right. You gank another wolf. Second first, same as the first. He, using his last one, um, points the last bolt at Laszlo and fires. 18? Yes. Fuck you, Laszlo. Uh, nice. Three, seven. Jesus. Um... 11 points of piercing damage and 2 points of electricity. Or lightning. Alright. I feel like you just entered vats and just went... Um, Alright. And that bolt will catch him right in the collarbone. And he will snarl and reach up and pull that bolt out and kind of snap it in his hand. And I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get on top of the cart. Alrighty. So that is Silmi, and now Laszlo No, is I didn't a... go! Oh, sorry. Silmi, is your turn. Why do I always want to skip you? Oh, no! We even acknowledged her, and then we're like, alright, Silmi, Laszlo's turn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said Silmi's turn. turn. Um, Ugh. So how wide is this land bridge? That is how bridge. wide is it? Yes. Oof. More than it's five feet? It's not on the map, so I'm gonna say 15 feet wide. Cool. Uh, so Silmi is going to uh, grab in her bag and she's gonna uh, pull out a red dragon scale and kind of write with it in the air and uh, pick a place that is uh, like 15 feet in front of him, but still within 30 feet of me, I guess. A place that is he is in a line of, and she's gonna <laughs> she's just gonna be like. You're an asshole, and I don't like you. And she's gonna catch the scorching ray. The scort, not the scorching ray. The uh, yes, the scorcher. Aggie. Yeah, Aggie scorcher. Uh, And he needs to make a deck save. All right, he can do that. Can he? Can he really? I mean, he'll try. Yeah. Eight. Oh, sweet. So he fails. Uh, uh, on a. Failed save. Okay, nothing special. Okay, so that's 10 points of damage. No, 11 points of damage from that. And uh, there is a line of fire as she jumps onto the cart. And Maybell comes and latches onto her arm. And she's going to, like, put her in the cart. You stay there! She gives her a very stern... Uh, I imagine she like she flies in and looks really majestic and lands on your shoulder and then you just like pin her wings to her sides and then you lay her down on her back with her little yeah. talons up in the air just like you stay there <laughs> <laughs> her 
Her little I talons, like, ooh. <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> And now it's Laszlo's turn. And he is going to rush forward on all fours. And Bar Bartholomew, you said you're on the top? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's going to attempt to attack the person driving the cart, because that seems like a smart thing to do. Yay! Did you rate... No. He is going <clears throat> to claw at Kefris. Ooh, that doesn't look good. Um, eight will not hit you. No. It's that kind and, of not looks um, good. And he is going to snap at Bartholomew's foot with his teeth. Um, does the 16 hit you? Yep. All right. Nine piercing damage. Do me a favor and do a constitution saving throw. We'll talk about that later. Um, All right. Let me know about. Uh, let me know in chat what you got. Mm -hmm. Private mm -hmm. chat. Yeah. Indoor, you're very close to your microphone. Yes, I am. I'm holding my breath. Breath <laughs> was baited. All right. Um, and that is Laszlo's turn. So Kefris. All right. Um, well. We can't really hear with this asshole right here. Oh, you 100% can hear with that asshole right there. It's going to provoke an opportunity attack, but you can hear with that asshole right there. Is he on the cart? No. Or next to He's next to it. He's next to the cart. Kind of off to the side where he can access Kefris and Bartholomew. If we run, he will just run and come to get us. And then he's going to bring everybody with him if he hasn't already. So, uh, as a bonus action, I am going to rage and get uh, new pointy teeth. And I am going to take my maul and do a reckless attack against this chuckle fuck, uh, and see if I can okay. try and if I can try and do him a smash. So. All right, as you rage, um, there is a blinding pain in your head, um, and Bartholomew, you you watch as Kefris kind of like doubles over. And when he comes up back up to snarl at uh, Laszlo, you can see that he's got two horns jutting out of his head. Qua. <laughs> Inder's so happy. I got a natural 20. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Roll for me, please. Yes. Oh my god, so using a maul is usually 2d6, but since I crit, I get 4d6 instead. Welcome to Caleb's world! Um, Let's see it. 
And then I get two more D6 of... Radiant. I'm going to say Necrotic. Because I can choose whether it's Radiant or Necrotic. So I'm going to choose Necrotic for this one. Uh, oh so... Not that dice. These dice. And then... What do I add for rage damage on things? Two. I add two at this point. All right, so that is going to be... Four, sixty. Twenty-one points of bludgeoning damage, and then six... And then uh, eight points of necrotic damage. Okay. And at this point, it is just kind of like this very deep red color, more of like fresh blood being spilled than it is the more lightish red that I have given before when I hit things. Dang. I just snarl. That, uh... I imagine this maul comes in at a low angle and just like thump hits it like with a meaty thud um, right up under the rib cage. Um, and you can see as the wind is kind of knocked out of him and um, that dark energy just spider webs up his body as though like kind of following the pathways of his veins. And I am going to look at him, my teeth uh, very sharp horns on my head now uh and uh i'll look at him and say you don't want to fight him you want to fight me dang all right um wolf is dead on irena's turn she's gonna peek around the carriage um wondering why no go um and see what's happening up there and kind of curse under her breath <laughs> And she's going to run around the other side of the carriage, hop on, and take up the reins. And she will, yeah, and the carriage will pull away suddenly. And Laszlo's going to make an opportunity attack against frickin' Kefris because, boy, that was scary. I thought he hopped off to... Oh, Kefris hopped off the carriage? In order I to hit him under, just... if it was under the ribs, I would have oh, been fuck. able to either have to, I would have had to get off or lean around the side. Okay. All right. Uh, Irina would not have done that then. She wouldn't leave somebody behind. Um, so instead of picking up the reins and hiaing off, she is going to run over to him and swing her long sword at him. And it's occurring to me that this is is a useless endeavor. Um, she runs over to him and starts swinging her long sword and her short sword at him and just like cutting into his side. And uh, Bartholomew, you watch as his flesh just closes up almost immediately after the sword um, cuts through him. Uh, mechanically, he is immune to bludgeoning, piercing, slung from mundane weapons with no magic uh, and no silver. This is a werewolf thing. 
and I will let Irina use her turn letting us know that. Uh, and at the top of the round, it is speedy. Uh, there is a sudden downburst of wind as I cast Zephyr Strike. And you see Speedy hop off the top of the carriage with the dagger in the air, thrusting it down. Uh, 18 plus 6, 7. Uh, yes, 20, that'll definitely hit. For 7 points of piercing damage, or from a silvered weapon. Mm -hmm. uh, 3 points of lightning damage. And then seven points of force damage, so seventeen points in total. All right. Um, he howls in pain as this dagger uh, plunges into him, and you can hear sizzling and and smell burning flesh as his mm. lycanthrope skin is pierced by this silvered weapon. Um, and you look up and you see fear in his eyes. You shouldn't have run from your trial moon. Um, he swallows that fear and snarls at you. Anything else for you, Speedy? I kick him in the groin. No. <laughs> uh <laughs> There's no immunity to that, motherfucker. <laughs> immunity to bludgeoning damage. Uh, sell me. Uh, so, as he does this, you did you jump down? He had to, to stab down. Yeah. Uh, you see, just coming down, raining from above, uh, this uh, white, the same missiles that she did before. Um, and she's going to cast Magic Missile again at, uh, at second level this time. Um, and uh, she's just kind of doing, you know, above damage because everyone's down on the ground now. But before she gets out of the, the, like, she kind of steps up, and as she's stepping up, she's like, you stay there. You stay. You have one hit point. And then she's going to get back up. Somewhere a black dragonborn is getting a nosebleed. <laughs> um, <laughs> five, four, nine, 13 damage. Okay. And that's force Magic. damage? Yes. Magic! Magic. All right, there's just a, a rain of magic missiles that come down and pelt him. And then she sees Kefris and it's just like... That's it. Just for you audio cast listeners, the look is shock. Slack and fear. Jaw. All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yes, ma'am. All right, next up is Laszlo, who um, was in the middle of giving Bartholomew a very scary teeth bear when um, a bunch of fucking magic just starts dropping on his head and he will <laughs> he will duck um, and snarl and howl in rage and pain um, and finally he just has had enough and he will disengage and run and he just starts bounding off towards the tree line Kes uh, Kefris, it's now your turn. How far away is he? He has gone 40 feet. Oh, shit. Um, hmm. 
I cannot catch him. Uh, so I will just look uh, at everyone and just back on the cart. And then if everyone is on, I will uh, rage these animals forward for us to get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> That's it. I'm just All planning right. on leaving. Uh, I'd have to hold my action to do that. Hold your action to do what? To oh, yeah, cart. to get on the cart next. Yeah, to, well, to cart away. Yes. Okay. Um, does any anybody else have plans to do anything else other than jump on the cart? And jump on the cart. NFO. You're not gonna I shoot can. Laszlo one last time. Yeah. I am gonna shoot Laszlo one last time. <laughs> I have a limited supply of bolts that don't refresh, I don't so. <laughs> Um, this is fair. If he is within uh, 60 feet, I am going to... Uh... I'm going to chance it. I'm going to chance it and I'm going to cast uh, Ice Knife. Okay. So she's just going to um, grab a drop of sweat from her head um, and flick it at him. Gross. Uh, so... That's not great. That's a 10. Oh, a 10 wait. will miss. Yeah, so, okay. So, and then he needs to make a, wait. I'm going to hit the target on a hit or a miss. And, okay, he needs to make a deck save for the explosion. Oh, I see. Because I don't have to be good. I just well, have yes. to be close. Danae, it is icy. Ooh. Shut up. Oh, God. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> 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 Word jail. Here we go. Whee. So he needs to make a deck save. Home where I belong. I'm sorry. What'd you say? He needs to make a deck save. Oh yeah, that's that's something that I need to do. Yeah. Sorry, like the fact that you were like poking around with your dice, I was all like, I'm just gonna wait patiently over here. <laughs> uh, let us see. That is going to be. A 15 on his save. Dang it. Yeah, he definitely makes it. All right. Um, yeah, there's nothing that happens on a on a failed save. It just explodes right by him. Nice. Oh, shit. It's very thematic. Yeah. Ice shards go flying by him, and he, like, ducks out of the way. And um, he spends the rest of his turn double moving to get into the tree cover. And you can see his hulking form growing distant. And then Kepris's turn is after Laszlo's, so I suppose yeah. And <laughs> as I yeah, because I did not hit anybody and nobody hit me, I come out of the rage to yeah. Uh. All right, we're still. Um, as you do, yeah. As you do, so you're like that headache is still there, but it is like not as sharp as it was before. Okay. And you probably self-consciously reach up to, or like, I, I don't know if you'd even know that like the the horns thing happened, no. but you reach up to uh, wipe sweat from your brow, and there's like a lump there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> and you rush the horses off into the direction of Kresik. Right. Um, it's starting to get late, but I have one more scene if you guys are up for it. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. It takes you a little under an hour to get to Kresik from Lake Baratok. Um, <sighs> Irina seems to recognize the symbol that you got. Oh. Um, and she'll be willing to tell you a little bit more about that next time. I mean, but, I can um, identify it, but that's fine. I mean, you can, you can identify it if you want. I don't know. No, you, 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 do you know about the history of Barovia? I don't think so. <laughs> I could make Bar I could make uh -huh. Bartholomew roll for that, but as we and say about Corey and Bart, keep them stupid. <laughs> okay, sorry, I I'm getting a little excited here. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Irina will tell you a little bit about that later. But um, you roll up to ah, forget it. We'll we'll have the Kresik scene next week um Aww. let's do the scene with irena digging into my notes to pull out the item all right so um you are still going at a pretty quick clip when um who has the holy symbol Kefris. your acolyte Kefris. bro uh, i'm being really indecisive here We'll, we'll deal with that later. It takes you a little while to get to Kefris. Less than an hour. Or Kefris. Kresik. Goddamn. Okay. Indecisive is what I am. Um, okay. The road branches north, um, and the trees kind of give way to a clearing, um, at the center of which is a, a very large hill. And the road kind of zigzags up to a city. And whereas Velaki had these wooden palisades made out of logs and trees and things with pointed tops, uh, this is a city made with stone walls. And uh, above this city, kind of clinging to the mountain uh, near it, you can see an abbey. And as you approach, um, you realize that it has gotten a lot colder as you have gone up in elevation. And you can see snow sort of dusting the rooftops within. And there is a bell that's ringing uh, distantly from the abbey. And it, it's, it's somber, but somewhat welcoming after all of the fog and rain and muck of the road. Um, and as you preach, uh, approach the gate, um, the gates are closed and locked tight. There are some windows where guards can peek out, but you don't see anybody. So? Um, a, a guard will poke his head out. Um, he's Hello? wearing a fur cap uh, and is dressed a little bit more warmly than you have seen Barovians in the past. And he kind of looks suspiciously down at you and says, what is your business in Kresik? We seek shelter. The sister of the Burgo of the Burgomaster of Barovia is in need of assistance. 
uh, and Irina will step out and like hold up her ring, which he cannot see. Um, and he says, I will fetch the Burgomaster. And um, he disappears. And a few minutes later, um, a side door will open from the guard tower and a well-dressed man walks out. He's got furs on, he has darker skin and a bald head. Um, he approaches, he seems very well put together. And he says to you, can I assume that you are either allies or enemies of Strahd? Is there anyone else who doesn't fit that description here? There are civilians caught in the crossfire. We're ourselves definitely not allies. We are, does that make us therefore enemies? Enemies of Strahd? Yes. Yes. Yes, I would, I would use that as a descriptor of enemies of Strahd, yes. Then that is what we are. <clears throat> um, he will kind of clear his throat and say, Come with me. And he will lead you into the guard tower. Um, and the guards kind of look a little suspicious. They uh, like hold their spears a little tighter as you walk in, and he leads you up some stone stairs and um, leads you to a window and shows you Kresik, which is a, a tidy little town. You can see people who are like herding sheep across little plains. You can see people cutting wood. You can see people tanning hides and, and working fields. And he says, Kresik is a self-contained community. No one needs to leave Kresik. Nobody needs to come in to Kresik. We rely on no one except for the winery. I am a man who has no time to deal with the machinations of Strahd. And if you are his enemy, then I cannot in good conscience let you into this city. However, as a nobleman, I am obligated by my honor and my station to offer you an alternative. As I said, we rely on no one except for the winery. Wine will keep the people in good spirits and we have not received a shipment from them in a while. Weeks. Is it the same with you? Yes, we apparently down in the town of Borovia and Valaki, there haven't been any wine shipments. Hmm. That probably means that we're still in good terms with them and that we haven't slighted them in any way. I cannot let you into my city on these terms alone, but if you go to the winery and bring a shipment of wine to us, I am willing to open my gates to you. Would we be able to rest for the night somewhere, perhaps? in a guard tower, somewhere outside of the town. 
we are were accosted on the road. I, I, I don't mean to push your hospitality, but I am concerned if we rest. Give me a, a diplomacy check. I haven't done that in a long time. What's diplomacy? That's because it's not the thing. Uh, persuasion? Persuasion was back in fourth edition. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-uh, it's in here too. Uh, was diplomacy in fourth edition? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the reason why I get so confused. <laughs> Wings lore, I ran a 4E game for several years. <sighs> Scandalous, I know. I rolled above a 10 once, and I just rolled an 8. An 8? The high roll. You can camp outside of the gate, and the guard will be obligated to protect you if anything happens. But... I cannot let you here. Let you in here. Not even the guard tower. It's too dangerous. This is acceptable. Yes. Mm. And thank you for your kindness. Thank you. He um he he seems a little distrustful still, but um he recognizes good manners when he sees them. And um, he just gives you a curt nod and will escort you out of the gate. And with a resounding boom, the guard tower door slams behind you as you are left outside of the gates of Kresig. Maladeskas, we might need to talk. And that is where we're going to leave off. God damn it, Speedy. You, you poop. Yeah. All right. So I would like to say thank you, Danae, for running this wonderful game week after week for us. This is incredible. It's spoopy. I love it. Uh, and thank you. you to thank you, bonus stage Rob for, for the host uh, while we were playing. That was super cool to see. And thank you to everybody else who decided to uh, stop by and visit this little game that we have going on. Uh, so, Danae, where can we find you? What do you do? My name's Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D &D and stuff on this channel. I also play Coriander the Elegant Paladin on Mondays, so tune in for the homebrew game that Steven runs, and he does a very wonderful job at that you can also find me here on tuesdays running curse of strahd which you already know once again to nakeater.com all right rj hey everybody i am rj here on the channel but you can catch me at rjustice282 on twitter and twitch where i tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream video games uh you can catch me on monday as Kalem the shadow cleric during the homebrew campaign here as speedy during curse of strahd but you guys knew that and on Sunday, over at Pro Restarters channel, where I play G3, a inquisitive robot who has a bow and is also a barista. A bowrista. I'm proud of you. I loved it. LB. Hi, I'm LB Hack, but more importantly, this is Ophi and this is Mina. Uh, all my stuff's on Twitter. You can find me at uh, LB Hackamup. And, uh, I mean, I've got a lot, but just, uh, just check it out. All right. And if you have made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, fella, 
It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at Indoor Adventures, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mondays, we have our homebrew campaign, which all of these lovely people and our dear friend Cyberwolf1201 play in. Tuesdays, we got Curse of Strahd. Wednesdays are our community one-shot Wednesdays, so if you have a game that you are looking to run but don't have a place to play it and are free Wednesdays, I'll play in your game. That sounds awesome. I want to do that. Uh, I don't believe that we are going to be having a game tomorrow night, so I am just going to be uh, honing my art skills uh, here and just kind of hanging out. Uh, either that, I'm either going to draw or do editing on the next recap video, so I'm going to find out. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, I'll post a Twitter link and, and we'll see what people are interested in. And Thursdays, we have our Ghosts of Saltmarsh game, which, if you've made it to the end of this video, I'll, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Saltmarsh seems like it is the perfect place to possibly introduce a new corporate monolith. So, if you are interested in possibly catching out, uh, catching up on what happens in Saltmarsh, I would uh, I would recommend that show, which is also here on the channel. Uh, also, if you are interested, we have VODs that go up of all of these games, as well as audio casts and recordings that go up of all of these games at twitch.tv, or I guess the VODs are youtube.com slash indoor adventures. And then you can find all of our audio casts wherever audio casts can be found, also at Indoor Adventures. We also have a Patreon set up at patreon.com slash indooradventures where we do an after show called Nights in the Courtyard where we answer questions not only from the community at large, but also from each other. So if we have a question, or if we possibly have a small notebook that is full of my red thread ideas that I then watched unfold to be true in front of me today, then you, as the viewer, can find out more about that. So it's a really cool way to support the show. Uh, other than that, I believe that is it for the evening. So uh, again, I want to say thank you to everybody for coming out and stopping by. Thank you to these awesome players and this wonderful GM. And we will see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.